On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at Persimmon Hollow eating some jackfruit sliders. Talking about OUC not wanting to put coal in your stocking anymore and a whole bunch of racist yelpers. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And my uncle was killed in a stampede when I was young, and his name was Mufasa. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. Brendan, you are my Lion King. <laughs> I thought you'd say Lion Queen. Oh, I'm But I'll sorry. take it. I'm I just sorry. feel witnessed. <laughs> uh, here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods including Thornton Park, where we are, right meow. Yeah, we are. We are at uh, Persimmon Hollow. Yeah, Persimmon Brewery. Hollow. Recently opened. Yeah, if you know where the old Panera Bread is, you yep. know where this place is. Forget Panera Bread. Yeah, they left us. They abandoned us. How was that? <laughs> abandoned. <laughs> did, did. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, because they're trying to, they're only opening spots with drive throughs They're that dead was, to me. That's all they want. Panera's dead to me. They're very car-centric. Yeah. Those Panera's, they abandoned it. And now we're here at Persimmon looking out over beautiful Lake Eola. We sure are. In the bottom floor of EON, which is a beautiful little hotel. Having some jackfruit hotel. barbecue sliders. Yeah, they have a menu here that is like vegetarian first. Yes. You could add, you can add meat your meat to it. If you need it. You don't need it, though. Now, if you want to obstruct your colon with animal <laughs> carcass, go ahead. Otherwise... Mow down on some beautiful jackfruit sliders. We had some sliders. We had some blue cheese chips. Yeah, all you need to say was blue cheese chips, and I was there. And shout out to uh, Mr. Jimmy Aviles, who is a descendant of pirates. Yeah, he is. He's working here. He's, He's a general manager here. General manager. He's bringing me beers. His grandma, his abuela, was uh, w- gave him a bunch of gold when he was younger. Don't tell anybody. That. Well, it's all gone now. Oh, no, he's, he tells you that. He's, well, yeah, that's he what they would say. It. If I had gold, buried I'd tell treasure. everybody I spent it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably would have spent it by now on oh, yeah. frivolous flamingos. Oh, it would be flamingos and eyelash <laughs> extensions from Amazon.com. <laughs> light up things for my bike. Yeah, I, I'm not meant to be rich. No, I'm just meant to have all. just meant to have a or rich life. Barely even middle class. Yeah, barely, barely. <laughs> that's it. This is it for me, John. Uh huh. I will die a lonely, fat, gay blogger. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds sad when you say it out. It loud. Really does. But I'm really. We'll happy. celebrate you. I'm though. a happy guy. We'll celebrate. Thank you. you. How yeah. would you celebrate me? Ah, uh, funeral pyre. Oh, speaking In of the middle of pyre. Lake Eola. Well, I would want a Viking on a, on funeral. A, on, a, on a swan boat. Not just a Viking <laughs> funeral. I want to be set up like a Valkyrie, you know, breastplate, giant wig. Uh-huh. Put me in Put me in uh, a swan boat surrounded by rainbow-colored straw and just yep. set me on fire. Okay. That's what I want. All right. We but can do that. But speaking of that, yeah. shout out to my friend, Sam Singhouse, Miss Sammy, uh, who recently died. Passed away on Monday. At the age of 62. Like, Not very old. No, but when you looked at him, I never would have guessed 62. How old would you have said? Uh, 61. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like 50s, like young. Yeah, and, and when you it, say friend, it really was your friend. Yeah, like, I you, know a lot, of, a lot of times we meet people and... You know, we, we know people around here in Central Florida, but he really was you and Scotty's my, friend. Scotty and Sam have been friends 
forever. And yeah. Sam was super involved with the local community. He raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for local charities. One of the best, most friendliest people you'll ever meet. And also just an amazing performer and drag Yeah, if you, if you ever went to Hamburger Mary's, he was, he was one of the people uh, at uh, Bingo drag there. Bingo, drag Bingo. With Carol Lee. Uh, just such a shame he had he had a he had brain surgery, he had a tumor, very aggressive brain cancer, and uh, and we lost him. And I shout out to him and his family and friends. Uh, Orlando is lesser for having lost him, but greater for having had you him. Know, I, I didn't know him as well as you guys did, obviously, but I I think I met him. I think I officially met Sam the first time at Scotty's birthday party like two house. years ago. No, no, no. Oh. I might have met him there, but I didn't really. I don't think I really talked to him until we went to whatever that uh, liquor store is there at Savoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. we were there that night. It was yeah, like yeah. me, you, Scotty, Ivanhoe Bar and Packy. That's yeah, close. Yeah. So he was there, and we had chatted, and he told me all about living in the neighborhood, and and uh, just he was just talking about himself and his story and all that. <laughs> I mean, we were chatting. And so, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't really put two and two together. Sure. That he was Miss Sammy at, <laughs> at, at Bingo at Hamburger Mary's. Because I had been to that a few times. Uh, super funny, super fun guy. And I didn't really realize who it was until I think the next time I went back. And I was like, wait a minute. I've met that guy. That's Sam Sam. That's the same guy I had drinks with the other night. And made so, a beautiful like, woman. He was just, he was really good at what he did. Really funny, too. And nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you meet a lot of drag queens that are just kind of mean and shady, but like, but Miss Sammy, his his alter ego was just just nice. Just and wanted he did everybody stuff at Orlando Fringe and just yeah. like he, 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 he also did all kinds of stuff. A performer on Broadway. Yeah. Open La Caja Full. Uh, Anyway, shout out to shout out to Sam. If you want to remember him, obviously there's not going to be a big gathering, but they have some rainbow colored Adirondack chairs at Lake Highland nearby where he used to live. You can that were uh, gifted to the park by Commissioner Patty Sheehan and Commissioner Robert Stewart, and you can go sit on them, write little things about them. Uh, they'll be there through Halloween. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about UCF. Okay. They got you gonna you gonna go to school there? They got no. Yeah, get another they, degree. They all got COVID. All of them. All of them. It's like every single sixty thousand <laughs> students at UCF. No, but they just released a public statement, John, that uh, COVID nineteen cases among students had more than doubled since last week. Really? Mm-hmm. And the the school is blaming it on their habits, <laughs> which are namely that they don't like to wear masks when eating. No, you know well, what? it's Who probably does? more than that. Who does? Well, that's what they said. They said, well, oh, they're never wearing masks in the cafeteria. They're it never ain't just wearing the cafeteria. masks when they're doing keg stands. Probably all that making out they're doing out there at well, UCF. You know, when you got it. When you got when it. When you're a college student. That's <laughs> what you do, right? If I was uh, confronted by a hot frat guy from UCF who wanted to make out, I'd probably make out and get the Take COVID. your mask off and make, make out. Well, uh, uh-huh. I'm not into that whole mask foreplay thing. <laughs> that's not my, that's not my I mean, you're young. Good. You feel invincible. You think everybody else gets it. Yeah, mm. it's a shame. You know, you're like, ah, everybody's getting through it. They're not all getting through it. And your friends are possibly going to get through it either. So it's kind of a shame. It is just a shame. Plus, and, you're out uh, at the bars out there, maybe, and having some drinks. Yeah, they're seeing a lot. I think they're saying 50% of the new cases are mostly younger people. Yeah. Yeah. So just another excuse for baby boomers to shake their fists at everybody. 
right? It's true. Back in my day, we'd wear masks if they told us to. You think Where's they your would? condom? Where's your condom, Jack? Where's your <laughs> Same thing. How dare you? You go to the villages. Are they wearing masks and condoms? Nope. Nope. None nope. of that. But they sure are voting. Are they? They're voting. Yeah, they well, it might not vote. be what you think it's going to be out there. I saw that they had a, a Biden caravan out in the villages. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah? Well, that That's unheard of several years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, to have a... Is it very red? Oh, oh, very red. <laughs> that's an understatement. I can tell. You got very excited. Well, no, I mean, they're, they're typically known as a Republican stronghold out there. Well, you know. So even the mere idea of having a Is that a because they're just parade. mad because their families are making them live at the villages? No, they're not making no. them live there. Those people love living well, there. you know. I would live at the villages Democrats if I could. would probably be in public housing somewhere. I would live at the villages, play golf all day. You would? Have some dr- Why not? Well, you did just play golf on your birthday. I did. I did. It's Happy my birthday. birthday thank, John. You. thank you. Thank you. I was there. Getting back into the golfing. We're both Scorpios. No, I'm a Libra. Oh, you're a Libra. Yeah. I know. You're on the cusp, though. Yeah. Yeah. So your birthday was Monday. Yeah, it was. Okay. And Thanks went- for coming to my outdoor party. You're welcome. You're welcome for your amazing gift. I thank you. I don't want to. I, I wasn't sure if I should tell everybody. Tell everybody. It was not. It wasn't a hooker. Okay. It was a piece <laughs> of Orlando history. It was. You got me the the hours sign at Dandelion Cafe. <laughs> Dandelion Cafe. It was hand painted by hand Morgan painted Steel. By Morgan Steel. Recently deceased. Uh, local Orlando folk artist. Yes. Yeah. I welcome. appreciate it. It's in my kitchen, ha- hung up. That's just where it should be. Yeah. Right next to your vegetables. Uh, my wife, she looks at the hours, and I walk in. I'm like, is it is it breakfast time is yet? That- <laughs> Are we open? <laughs> she points at it. Uh-huh. Go back to bed. It's not breakfast time. <laughs> Get out of here. Make yourself some breakfast. Kitchen's closed. Uh, OUC just announced that it's going to end coal-fired power generation by 2027. I think this was interesting. I, re- I read this story. It was in the Sentinel. It was also on Bungalow.com. Thank you. And uh, I think a lot of people here probably wouldn't have realized that we had a coal fire That's where power we get plant all here. of our energy. Yeah. OUC primarily, I would say 90% of the energy right now is probably- I, I don't know the numbers. I'm making the number up, but that's what <laughs> I'm thinking. It's, it feels right in my gut. I mean, I mean to be a, a city that is so- Supposedly so progressive and clean and all that. Yeah. Coal is not the most clean energy. It was definitely holding back their sustainability goals for the city, right? To be able to say, because they're all about electric car parking. They have this Which is great. incentive program for electric cars. But at the end of the day, yes, you have an electric car and yes, you're plugging it in. At burning your free Santa's. Spot. But it's all coal. powered by coal. <laughs> Dinosaur farts. Uh-huh. That's all you're using. Yeah. Yeah. Putting holes so what in the ozone. They want to start using natural gas and. Solar and yeah, mostly solar is okay. the plan. Actually, that, John, that takes a lot of investment to do that. It does, so that's why they need in, <laughs> until uh, twenty twenty seven. They're gonna they're thinking they'll have it greatly reduced by twenty twenty five, and then two years later, I don't know what the two year difference that's not is. Not that far away. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean it's only twenty twenty. Yeah. So four years ain't that far. away. I'm not good at math. How long is that? Seven years? Four seven years. Yeah. Oh, I pass. Uh, yeah, seven years. So do they phase out the coal plant? And they really want, the idea is more solar and more solar storage because it turns out in the sunshine state, 
we get about 277 cloudy days a year. So storage is a big thing. And that's an issue with solar power is because that power is just hard to store. They don't have big batteries for it. Yeah. And they're expensive. But they've, I mean, at Disney, they have huge solar fields. Yeah, but it just kind of offsets their on-demand power. Ah. It's not something that you can just like turn on a switch and get later. It's something that expires after a little bit. Looks like a big Mickey Mouse head. It, it, yeah. it does. It does, John. Yeah. <laughs> we can get a swan version here in Orlando, maybe. No, just maximize it. All right. Because you're losing production. I love, like, yes. Uh, am I all about artistic forms of expression? Of course. Uh, they can install solar panels it. on my house if they want. I'd they, let them. They did a really... <laughs> yeah. They actually should just do that. I would let them. Because the added benefit of that is that it also increases the durability of your roof. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if if they just did, like, a... We're going to lease either your roof to put out solar panels. It would be less destructive destructive to habitat. You don't have to tear anything down to put it up. Yeah. And you're helping out local land. But then what if I don't take care of my house? You saw the house. They still. I'm saying, like, the, well, like, who's responsible for the solar panels now? They're responsible. No, it's there. It's their tech. If you mess it up, then you get in trouble. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to write their contract <laughs> for them. But you're right. That should happen. Okay. Let's tell them. I'll be a pilot program. Yeah? Yeah. All right. How giving of you. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Phillips is going to be hosting a six-month socially distant event series. This is the, the Performing Arts Center. It is. Downtown. They're calling it the Front Yard Festival. And, uh, and I'll be honest, this is some tea just for our radio listeners, John. I kind of had early discussions with them because I said, I want to do something here in your lawn. Yeah. And they said, You're- Brendan, we love your ideas. Get yeah. out of here. No, no. We're going to take no, your ideas. We love it. We'd love to work with you. Send us a pitch. I sent them a pitch. I haven't heard from them since. Half of my ideas are being used. But you know what, John? That's okay. I'm just glad that it's Is happening. It? It's not okay. I'm a little mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad it is happening. And they're going to be doing uh, 300 little five by seven foot boxes, like little raised boxes that people can sit in. They'll fit about five people. And then you, they'll have like 19 boxes. Why don't they just spray paint on the ground? That's what I suggested was like hearts. I was like, instead of a circle, do a heart. And it's like an Instagram moment. And we're all hippies. They They didn't use that idea, did they? No. Oh. But they went for, because they loved it at first. But since then, somebody else did this where they're like these little raised platforms. And then it encourages more social distancing because you're trapped in the box oh. except for the stairs. And then if you need to get yeah, between the boxes, there's them. no interaction. Yes, which is why, John, they've asked the CRA in downtown Orlando for $250,000. Yeah, you're going to need that for to the To pay wood. for the six-month thing. You know how much spray paint I could buy for $250,000? <laughs> it's not going to be wood. It's going to be like little risers, like little... You still got to build them, and then you got to store them. No, they're going to rent them. I bet. I don't know this for certain, but I bet it's going to be like those little scaffolding things that you get from like... Somebody has to build them. They don't just have Home Depot. Home Depot. You know, you just put it together, call it a day. Uh, Six months of outdoor comedy, movie screenings. Free or paid? Both. They're going to have some ticketed events, some not. They're going to have a beer garden, hopefully with local beer people. We know some people like Persimmon Hollow Brewing, where we are tonight, which should probably be out there selling their local beer. We'll see what happens. I'm loving the beer here. It's really good. It's really good. Like, we go to a lot of breweries. Yeah, this I like really good. all kinds of beer, but it's good here. It's it's uh, it's dangerously yeah, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we biked. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What were we talking about? Talking about uh, the beer kicking Dr. in. Doctor Phillips stealing your ideas. I'm a little. I'm, I am a little, a little sad. peeved about that. I'm not peeved. I'm just sad because I. We need to go into these meetings with a contract first. <laughs> like we we approach them with Enzian to do it, and yeah. then they emailed like Enzian directly to be like, "Let's just do like, some movies with you." Screw Brendan. I know, and Enzian's like, "Sorry, Brendan." Yeah, I know. Just a little sad, but I get it. If they don't think they, if they don't see the value in in working with someone super You're cool lost. like us, that's up to them. Your loss. Yeah, yeah. But you'll My take loss. their money if they want to advertise. Yeah, <laughs> they won't though. <laughs> it's a great idea. We need something like this. We need a place downtown that is curated and established as a safe, socially distant spot to have outdoor events so people feel comfortable enough to get out of their house. And it's a great spot where they're going to be able to support local talent. So, and then again, like, yes, am I a little sad? Of course. But at the end of the day, I'm just really happy it's happening because I'm watching some of our local comedians, you know, rack up credit cards i'm watching these local talents these local amazing musicians that have nowhere to play yeah so if they can do that there but there's go i mean there's it. some outside spots they could probably start playing right i mean we're here right now on a poor on a patio you can yeah. set up a they're a gonna be doing player. live music here at persimmon and, and i'll bet it's a little easier when it starts to get to be november december january because yeah, it's just time plus they just opened why are you yelling at persimmon i'm, not, I'm just saying in general i'm oh not saying gosh them. they just filled you up with beer I gave you well, a that's jack why I'm fruit slide. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of porches and patios across Central there Florida. There are, but it's not the same capacity. They're going to get like a blank check, you know, like what, 100 bucks to come and play, a couple hours set. They play, and then they go home. This is like a full set concert that's going to take place out in front of Dr. Phillips. And it's Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. Yeah. So they can put that on their CV. I just played this massive concert downtown. Paid I love for it. by the city. When yeah. do they actually start? They don't. They have. They, they haven't know. told me. I'm like obviously blacklisted. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, and probably more so now that I'm telling everybody before they were ready. Uh, but I didn't want to just sit on it. It's a cool thing. It that's is a cool story. And that's how news goes, John. You know. <laughs> I'm glad you're telling me how news works. I know. I'm trying to tell myself. Uh, Lake Yola Park, where we are tonight. Where we are tonight, basically. Uh, is getting a master plan. I didn't see the actual plan. I saw that they There's were There's no plan. plan. <laughs> They're crowdsourcing it. Oh, they want to know what everybody wants Never a good idea. See. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get a flag from the city of Orlando <laughs> when you start crowdsourcing <laughs> The lactating nipple yep. flag. That's going to happen. Some people say it looks like a walrus. I've heard that. Yeah. Flaggy McFlaggerson. So, so what? Uh, so wait, they're going to ask people what they want in Lake Yola That's Park? That's the stage right now. So let me tell you how this started. And I... And, not, and I'm not bragging again. I kind of had something to do with it. Yeah. This. So there's a blue police box over by the amphitheater. Yes. Which has been empty forever. And I've been harassing the city like, I would love to do a pop-up here. Why don't you let me use this? I'll make it a newsstand. We'll do soft serve ice cream. Like, it's empty. Nobody uses this. Just let me let me use it. And they would kept saying, no, no, no. The OPD wants it. They wouldn't want to do it. But the problem was it didn't have any internet and there was no like real AC. So the cost to do that was just prohibitive. And then they started thinking, well, what would we need to do if we had to renovate this blue box? And then they look next door and there's this uh, Oriental Pond. They call it the Oriental All Pond. All right. I was going to call you out on being. Well, that says how old it that was. Word. It was a gift. Okay. Right. From uh, 
Asian pond is the correct <laughs> Well, they word. said oriental. That's okay. what they called it. Just because your old grandpa says oriental doesn't mean you can. I'm trying to give you the date, the context <laughs> of when it was gifted to the city. All right. That's what they called it. Okay. Clearly. Oh, my gosh. You're so woke. Are we fighting? No. Eat your jackfruit. Keep going. Eat your jackfruit. Keep going. <laughs> hey. Uh and then they're like, well, what is this? What are we going to do with this space? This could be better used, you know? There's a whole ignored part over by the, the who's the mayor? The, the little fountain, the first fountain. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the, the um, guy who's. He was a big supporter of the suffragette or, no, movement. Making that up. I am too. I can't remember. I'm having a moment. The little cast iron fountain over there. So that spurred them of, you know what? We don't have a plan where everything's going to be growing in the park for the next 50 years. That's crazy. We need a plan because then we can start saying we need some more electrical things over here. This is getting used for events all the time. We don't have any standard operating procedures for how to work with public events. That's, that's true. Isn't that crazy? They don't have an SOP. So that's part of this process. And so they are asking for feedback from the community. What would you like to see the park be? What would you like to see the park be, Brendan? I think it needs some attention. I think there's the park that we were gifted, you know, at the beginning, years and years ago, is different from the park that we need now. It's busy, though. I mean, you can't deny that people don't hang out. At no, you can see that. They call them beelines in, in city planning. Uh it's so overburdened right now, it the is. sidewalks, that the the grass along the sidewalks is gone. It's completely retreated away from the sidewalks because there's not enough room on the sidewalks for pe- to accommodate people, especially in the days of social distancing. So wider sidewalks, number one, right? Uh, habitat for turtles in the <laughs> lake. There's nowhere for turtles to rest. We've talked about this before. They just kind of like doggy paddle all day. It's so sad. And turtles need a place to, like, sun themselves. So just little things. Again, electrical, better electrical in the park. There's more light. They overburden. Just like when you have an event here, like a festival, some of them need to plug in. But it doesn't have enough electrical capacity in the park to handle those needs. And so they need to better plan for that because they're charging people to rent the park. And the park is really the park. Like, I I don't see their footprint expanding anytime soon. The idea is to expand some of it. But, like, you can't go much bigger because you're not going to knock down buildings. Well, we'll be sharing it probably next week. There's the Robinson bike path is moving forward with the Federal Department of Transportation. And that's South Lane that's hugging that northern edge of Lake Eola Park will all transform into a multi-use bike path. Okay. It would right? be nice to have a better way to get across Robinson. It's hard. It you is. can't. The, so that's another thing. Access points to the park. Not every side of the park makes sense for people to be coming in from uh, neighborhood. Especially in Robinson. It's a busy street. And this is a there's a, a historic Lake Eola Heights district right across the street. Yeah. With a lot of people I used to who live, live right there, here. and you live there probably because you want to be able to access amenities. I did, likely, but like, like crossing it, there's nowhere to cross. Good there's, luck. There's not even a crosswalk. So that's part of it. Is more access points, more or a cro- tunnel crossing. <laughs> <laughs> no. They'll have like pedestrian crossing lanes, and once they reduce it to two lanes, John, people are going to be going way slower. That's okay. All right, we got to take a break. break. I'm going to eat some of this jackfruit here at uh, Persimmon Hollow, where we are tonight, and I'm going to pick my nose. Okay. Well, 
Don't do that while I'm eating. This is Brendan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofing. Hey guys, it's hurricane season, and it's going to present a whole new level of challenges as we navigate COVID-19 and unpredictable storms. The first few seconds after a storm hits can be some of the most stressful. What do I do? Who do I call? Who can help me now? Well, we've taken tremendous steps in preparing our new warehouse, training award-winning teams, and stocking up on all of the supplies we will need to take care of your home as soon as we get your call. Be ready. Visit us at jannyroofing.com and learn more about how we have you covered. Thanks for choosing us. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Find a paperback book you'd like to repurpose and we'll show you how to make a book hedgehog. Book Folding 101 is a virtual event on October 17th. Starting Monday, several of our locations will serve as early voting polls. For more information, visit the Orange County Supervisor of Elections website at ocfelections.com. Hello Neighbor is a virtual event on October 19th inspired by Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Young ones will have a terrific time learning practical skills with stories and interactive activities. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm so lonely. I feel like alien abduction sounds a little kinky. <laughs> I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Why are you so lonely, Brendan? I'm not really. You have a life partner? Yeah, well, you know, we're all working. Yeah? yeah. When are you going to tie that up? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. No. No? Not in the, not you in want, the stars. You want like the... The, uh, the possibility. Are we of, talking about this right now? No, we don't have to. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, he's got. We got some things we got to do before I put a ring on this finger. Oh, like yeah. what? There's some homework that needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I you've assigned. You've been getting the milk for free. Yeah. Why don't you I marry assigned, that cow? I assigned some homework. Oh. And the homework has not been done yet. Okay. And when the homework is done. Oh, the hitching man. will happen. All right, we can stop talking about I'm it. I'm just saying, you brought it heavy. up. That sounds you way heavier than what I, I hope thought. he doesn't listen to this episode. Okay. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here on Bungalow of the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, and we're hanging out in Lake Eola Heights. Yeah, we are at Persimmon Hollow. Yeah, man. And I just got a new beer from Jimmy. To me. Jimmy the Pirate Spawn. Yes. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy the, the Pirate Spawn. Orlando's newest brewery. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Well, close enough. One of the newest breweries. Yeah. Well, someone opened after them. Whatever. Right? Motor works up the street. Okay. One of the newest. This is the most remarkable newest breweries. <laughs> Persimmon Hollow Brewing. Yeah. Overlooking beautiful Lake Yola. Yeah. It's where Panera Bread used to be. Yeah. But we don't talk about it. But them they anymore. still they have coffee here, though. So if you ever want to come coffee. and get some coffee. Vegetarian they have yummies. A $25 million coffee bar. Jackfruit $25, sliders. 25000 um, they got urinals made out of Budweiser things. Yep. Uh, kegs. Bathroom stalls made out of doors. 
brewery. It's nice. It is nice. You can ride your bike here and just chain up to the old I did fence. ride my bike. There's here. a mango tree in the front yard. Yep. What do you you know? That's we're life. out. We're it's out life chilling downtown. on the patio. Oh, I just got a cold breeze out of nowhere. Ooh, do you feel that? It's ghost. What's happening? It's a ghost. Someone walked on my grave. We had some jackfruit sliders. What were we talking about before the break, John? Uh, I don't remember. You don't because you never listen. I listen. All right. Well, we're out eating stuff, so let's talk about Yelp. Oh, oh I saw this. this. No, I. About? I saw this story. So Yelp is adding a racist behavior alert for a business to their app. So wait, you got to explain how this is going to work, and how do you even? Why is it on me? I want to because hear you're you the one that wrote about it. I'm curious. <laughs> how, how do you go ahead? Explain what this is. So first. they already put out public attention alerts at the top of a business profile. Yeah. So you log in. You're like, what's this restaurant? You click on it, and it's like. The ABC is about a business. All right. So if a business is getting repeatedly like very low uh, marks, low reviews, they will get an alert at the top that's like, hey, we don't know what's happening, but a lot of people don't like this place recently. Based on food, experience? Just experiences. So that's already happening. Okay. So now they're adapting that because during uh, following on the coattails of the Black Lives Matter movement, there's been a lot of people calling out businesses for improper and some might say racist behavior. Okay, and and I'm sure businesses exist that exude this. Yeah. Okay. We know, for instance, Swan City Bagels that recently closed down was definitely declared a racist space. At least the the person making the bagels. Yeah. Yeah. The owner. So what will happen is, John, from what I understand. For for tweets that they put up, we should say people will review it. And they will it will be flagged. Who reviews it? Just normal Yelpers okay. will be like, ah, this is happening. I am accusing them of being racist. Okay, which is a I will say before we get any farther, that is a a big charge you're going to put at oh, somebody, yeah. and especially right now, especially Hashtag somebody cancel culture because like anybody can be a Yelper, right? Yeah, anybody can. Okay. So they'll already, so they'll flag it and be like, somebody says this place is racist. Okay. Right? So that'll happen. Does that make within, it? Within this normal thing of alerts at the top. Okay. okay. I, and then if that claim is substantiated. By whom? By a news group. If an article is written saying, this place is definitely racist. Okay. They will place a big old banner up at the top with an exclamation mark. That says this place is racist because okay. this newspaper said it was. And then they'll link you to the news article. So, I just think there's a lot. Of, like, Okay. I want to <laughs> say this. <laughs> I want to say this. Like, there, there are most certainly restaurants and businesses out there that are probably uh-huh, run uh-huh. by people who are racist. And they probably do things that are racist. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. Like but, what? No, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, I don't know. Go, there could be a lot go. of things. I mean, yeah. you know, treating certain people yeah. how they shouldn't be treated. But I, I do think that's a lot of power to give a, a Yelper who gets mad at because you don't have the right kind of napkins at your restaurant. It is. It gives you bad reviews over it. But I feel like it was kind of happening anyway. And now they're actually like just so then, so giving then, a voice. I think they're giving more of a voice to those claims. So then, so when you say it links to a news article, like like who are those news articles? Is is it? I don't know how they qualify what a news. I mean, are you, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to say this. I'm not trying to say this negatively. Like, are you assume, a news? Are you a news? I'd assume. Okay. At the end of the but day, we would never write about that. But, but are I, there? But are there other certain Central Florida? 
organizations that would claim their news yeah. that could write some really nasty things about people. And do. And do. Yeah. Are they reputable news? I don't know. I, I just, don't know how I'm, they validate it. I'm just, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here, but I guess I am. What I'm hearing is you are <laughs> defending racist no, organizations. I just think there's a lot of and pitfalls. And you don't want them to be called out. I just, no, I do, but I just think they're, <laughs> I just, I'm not sure this is the proper way it's to hard. do it. It's hard. There also, there's rumors of them doing uh, some sort of alert for restaurants that are not following covid protocols okay right and so you That's get a little you easier to people see, on their covid response right um well it could also just be a bad day like so True. i've seen some things on some of these foodie forums where their servers mask was too big that day so it slipped off their nose and then they got super upset and blasted them on social media yeah uh does that mean that the safety protocols of the restaurant are are questionable or does it just mean that mask was too yeah big? one person didn't yeah. have on their mask and i'm sorry martha but like your mask fits you for the five minutes that you walk into a restaurant but i don't see you wearing it for the entire yeah, time for eight you're hours there. straight and you're yeah. sweating and so yeah if your nose gets a little sweaty after running tables and bringing food to people it might slip off yeah right so but that's a different thing what we're talking about yeah. is racism I, like i said i'm not trying to defend the racist that's business. That's what I heard. But 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 also, I mean that that can be in the person who comes to your restaurant. I mean something yeah. that I mean once again, I'm saying this from a white man's perspective, so it's probably different for me. I, I but but a my, perspective we need more of, John. But no, no, what I'm saying is like <laughs> my my perception of that may be different than somebody else's, and somebody oh, yeah. else's, and somebody else's, and so like I just think it's I think it's da- I don't want to say dangerous. That's not the right word. You just have a lot of power if you if you call out a business, and and I think people know that. Okay, I think do they? Yeah, and <laughs> even they, if you yeah, do, Yelpers if, know their power. Yeah, that's why they do it. They I like don't think they so. like the power. I think Yelpers like it. Maybe they don't have they the capabilities like it, to have they, a blog or they should be a food critic. Time? I think that's a different question. What we're talking about is: Do they like the power? Do they know of the power? I think the answer is yes. Are they fair about it? No. So that's two different things. Okay. Right? And so uh, are people going to be aware that c- crying wolf, racist wolf, it could ruin a business? I think they know it when they make that claim. Do that? I mean, I mean, if you had somebody who... I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that's they know what they're doing. I'm just going to throw an example out for you. Let's say you're somebody who does not like President Trump, and you walk into a business that has a big Trump flag in uh-huh. there. And you say, well, this is a racist business because I don't like President Trump. And, right. And, and, and this is a racist. Is that fair? Can I? Be, I have an example of that. Okay. I know. I know you do because I, I read that whole in our thing. Bungalow or Buddies yeah. group. So a local brewery. I don't really want to say. Should I say he, he wrote the whole thing? Yeah. So Chris Chris Rock, the owner of Rock Pit Brewing, uh, had an issue, had, had a moment. There's a building that's adjoined to his brewery. Yeah. And it looks like they're the same building, but they're not. And there's well, somebody, they are the same building. They're not the same business. But not the same business. Yeah. But somebody lives next door. Uh-huh. And in oh, his, no, upstairs. Upstairs. And so in his window, he put a political poster. Which is his absolute which right. Which is his right. And that's what, bit, and so, somewhere. And somebody posted on the Rock Pit Brewing thing saying, we saw your political poster in your window. We decided not to come here. Yeah. So we it, went away. So Chris, I can see and, somebody doing that if you don't know. Like if you which don't is know. totally within their rights, right? Yeah. So Chris Rock... Wonderful guy. We've worked with him yeah. multiple. I like his beer. I like his brewery. He wrote a little blog post about it, tongue in cheek. Lots of gifts. Like, hey man, <laughs> I get, I get it. I, I get where you're coming from. 
I know what it looks like, and I and I celebrate your your ability <laughs> to walk away. Also, not our window, uh-huh. but I get where you're coming from. And so you wrote that, but we shared that because I thought it was cute. Like, like, here's a cute thing that's happening about people jumping to conclusions. Isn't that interesting? And somebody said, you're being dismissive, right? You're he, being, uh, what was the word? I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking and about. And then he was like, I'm not being dismissive. I'm just saying no. And he was well, like, I yeah, like but you're also clear. saying it's okay for that guy to be voting for that person. It is. And that person is racist. To. And now you're supporting racism. No. So it was this whole string of like, you are supporting somebody, a political opponent, who supports racist behavior and you not calling them out makes you racist was the comment. Yeah. They actually, to Chris's credit, discussed it. There was discourse for once and they got to a conclusion where everybody was happy and that person's going to go have a beer, which like, if that's a lesson I needed to see in 2020, I don't know what, uh, great to see that happen. But it took a lot of a lot of time. What would to get you do there. as a business owner if that was you? If if that I'd was paint your my business. building a different color, really? Yeah, I paint it a different color and put a little tongue in cheek mural that says "This isn't us." If it really mattered to me, otherwise, because I, I mean, I could see somebody. I mean, if you lose any bu- any business loss is bad, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there might be some people you don't want in your business, but like, no, like you want all the business. Lose, if you lose twenty percent of people that show up, be like, you know what? I don't want to drink here because of that. Yeah. That's a problem. We went, we, you and, and so I you recorded gotta, I feel like you got in a Mexican out. place at College Park and they had a Confederate flag on the wall. Yeah. Right? And I remember that clearly. Yeah. Like, why does this Mexican place have a Confederate flag on the wall? And I left with that knowing that I would never go back there. Yeah. But did I call them out? <laughs> no. No. And I feel bad about I it. I mean, I there there are places in College Park that support certain things that I don't maybe agree with and I don't go there. But yeah, I know no, I don't go there anymore. But do people need to know? What do you mean? I don't know. Should we have told people? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, oh, they can figure it out deep. themselves, it's I guess. getting deep. It's I guess I if had you had Yelp, you could, you could flag them on it. And then I don't have to talk about it. I could just do it namelessly <laughs> with a button, walk away. Great uh-huh. full circle argument, John Bussecker. I don't know. You, you just got to be careful with that because it can go both ways. You might get somebody that shows up to some business that is super progressive and they say, you know what? Yeah. They're racist against, or uh, racist isn't the word. They're I was called racist. I was called, me. and it doesn't happen often. But I did that letter to the editor when at the Pulse shooting, and I and Orlando Sentinel asked me to write an article to Obama, you know, because he was coming to do something here. Uh, write a letter to Obama, whatever you'd say. And I called him out, saying like, "I wish you would. You have a chance now. You say you care about gun control. Do something. Mm-hmm. This is your moment. Yeah. Let's let's see you do something." And I was torn to shreds by people who accused me of being racist for questioning the president. And then I went on CNN and they told me we were not going to talk about gun control. We were just going to talk about local initiatives. And the first thing they asked me was about gun control and why I hated the president. Uh. And man, I thought it was bad at the blowback from Orlando Sutton article, (laughs) but go on a national CNN thing and tell people that you're questioning the president. And I had people on both sides of the aisle tearing me apart yeah. telling me i was garbage not only did, did you hate guns yeah you hated then, the president but then i hated the president and it was crazy and i was like did you hear anything i said no like, i didn't say anything no. like this all you heard was i might disagree with you and then i was labeled something yeah. that they didn't like and so i get it so the power of people labeling and pointing fingers yes yeah. i completely understand with no i mean with no really i mean what what does it matter to them 
I mean, if I were to label, I'm not going to say where I am right now because they are a great business. But if, <laughs> but if I were to go to another business and call them out on it, I mean, what's the downside for me? None. None. Yeah. But it's a big downside like for a the negative. business. Once again, not not condoning. And I, I mean, think that's why they're saying, Yelp is saying, it has to be validated by a news article. Do we know who the news, their approved news outlets are? No. With great power, with great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man-isms. Right. We're doing okay on time. You keep I'm an good. eye on yeah, it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, uh, There's an Orlando-based astronaut television series. The Right Stuff. I read the book. Just debuted on Disney+. Plus. Tom Wolfe's book from the 1980s. They already made a movie out of they it. They made a movie. So now the TV series is based on the movie. Yep. But it's and a it, long miniseries. Yeah. Several parts. It reimagines that film. And it's it's by uh, National Geographic and Warner Bros. Yeah. And, and it filmed here in Orlando. Part of it at Dub's Dread at the Tap Room. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I didn't know that. With that hot guy, uh, Jake McDormand from Greek. I love him. I, I don't know who that is. You don't need to. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you to know. I just, he's all for me. Uh, it was a 1983 film. Yep. Orlando Film Commission worked with them on it. And uh, it's really cool to see that happen here in Orlando. I the impact was huge. Like just job wise. I got some of their numbers. Do you want to hear the numbers? Yeah. It was a 185 day production. How come period. I didn't know any of this was happening while it was happening? Because you don't read Bungalore. I wrote about it when they oh, started here. I, I forgot. <laughs> they'd rent people's houses. Yeah. You know? People where people live. They'd be like, all right, we're taking over this. It's going to be. I saw that in my neighborhood the other day. You did? I think they were filming a commercial. Oh, okay. This is like a big production. Uh, they hired 600 local professionals. Not you or I. They rented out 7,500 nights at local hotels. Really? That's a lot. When was this, like 2018? 2018, 2019? Okay. I think they just wrapped. So I, I just love that. I love seeing more of that happen. Yeah. We have an Orlando Film Commission. It's great to see they're actually bringing larger productions to town and support. No tax that. credits, though. That's the whole thing here in Florida. I know. That they got rid expensive. of all those tax credits. It's more expensive to go to Georgia. We've had a lot of local actors and talent move to Georgia just because yeah. that's where it's Cheaper. all happening. Walking Dead. We have all kinds of different locales here in Florida. We got, we got beach. We got wilderness. Like You could do a lot of things here. They just don't do it. No. Nope. It's cheaper. Yep. Bring it back. Get Tyler Perry down here. He started his own studio here in Orlando. He wouldn't. He's no, got that he's open giant Atlanta. studio in Atlanta. Uh, Manello Museum. Oh, wait. We got more. Ravenous Pig Brewery just uh -huh. opened. Their uh, beer garden. Super yeah, exciting. I drove by it the other day. Have you been yet? Yeah, I went because we're going to be doing a release there. And I'm going to tell everybody about it now. Very exciting. Klingenberry Blood Ale. I know you're excited about this Star inspired Trek. Inspired by Star Trek. It's what the Klingons would drink if they liked berries. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be releasing it probably on the 27th. We're going to do a keg tapping. Is that what they call it in the industry? Keg tapping? All right. We had to ask our friend Robbie here, Persimmon Hollow. And... Uh, we're going to do a screening of The Wrath of Khan. You skipped the first movie. Yeah. No, just go straight to Wrath right of the Khan. the second one. Yeah, the best right, one. Not the whale one. No, no. Khan. Okay. Khan. <laughs> and uh, I'm super excited about it. 27th. Stay tuned. We'll probably do like a beer and a movie ticket. Cool. And you get to try our super fun beer. Limited edition. Can you bring something to drink it in? Something Klingon-y? Yeah, you should. Bring a little, st like a horn uh -huh. of a beast. Yeah. What yeah. if you speak Klingon? Do you get a discount? Klingon poop. That means Klingon plural. Klingon poo. 
Really? Yeah. I had a cassette when I was a kid. <laughs> Such a nerd. That's all I remember, though. Such a nerd. <laughs> Kapla. That's how you say thank you or cheers. Kapla. I'm watching the original Star Trek right now, so. Yeah, that's nerdy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about it. I love doing stuff. A dollar per poor will go into a general fund for or us to Brendan. do a community. No. Oh. We're going to do a community art project like what we did with Ivanhoe Park you need, to, you need to negotiate better. Oh, I want to do murals. Money like in your Community pocket. art projects. That's what the money goes to. I got enough to money? subsist. Yeah. yeah. You know? Barely. I got. We have a radio show where I'll get fed blue cheese chips. Once that's, a week. He eats once a week because we all, do these yeah, shows. Yeah, look at this body. Wasted away. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to me? Hollow cheeks. Uh, Packing District just filed plans for a new grocery store. Can't wait. Which we, apparently OBJ and Grosspotter have no qualms in saying what something's going to be, even though they have no proof. Maybe but, they know. Maybe they got secrets. They don't. Maybe they're reporting. There's nothing substantiated. It's, it, they're, they're telling everybody it's a Publix. I've been saying I suspect a Publix. Uh-huh. But yeah, they're saying it's going to be a Publix. We don't know. It's a little bit smaller than what Publix generally asks for. In a location, so who really knows what it's going to be? Does this mean College Park Publix closes? I don't think so. We they thought they were going to get a. We've talked about this before. I I assume they were going to get a super Publix, something a little larger. But this footprint is like, I want to say three, four thousand square this feet. Is right smaller. at the corner of OBT and Princeton. And Princeton, right okay. by where your little juice stand's going to be, John. Can't wait. That's uh-huh. so close to my house. Foxtail just opened up a new location in the in a former Starbucks. I love that. You know, I love that. I think that's so funny. Starbucks like moved Starbucks out. Starbucks closes. Foxtail went in. That's awesome. And uh, I thought I. So for me, that's news, right? Totally. I had to defend this to somebody. Why? Because there are people who just think they're garbage. You write about openings industry. all the time. I do, but also. A local coffee shop opening in a former Starbucks That's like is new. Sticking your finger in the in a wound. Right. And like regardless <laughs> of what you feel like they may practice business wise, that's still news that they moved in there. Yeah. And I didn't say go here and give them all your money. I just said this happened. And man, John, people were mad at me. Like mad. Like they're gonna try I mean, and cancel me. I- <laughs> Can't cancel Brent. Can't cancel Brent O'Connor. <laughs> no, please don't try. <laughs> it would hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'd be really sad. I don't have any problem. I, I I'll stop at Foxtail every now and then. Uh they're interesting. I have interesting no people. allegiance to yeah. any. Just if you're interested in fall, they're opening a lot. I get people are a little. They don't understand where the money comes from, but they just handled like Oprah's book tour. I don't the know company where anybody's money it. comes. They were from. making all of Oprah's books and and merchandise. Yeah, making. Like five hundred grand a day. All I know, the money here comes from pirates. Pirates, <laughs> gold bars <laughs> paid for persimmon hollow brewing. That's what I heard. <laughs> and hookers. <laughs> Hunger Street Tacos is opening a second location in Plant Street Market. Yes, that's a Winter Garden. Really, I still thought that was a shout out. Nice. And uh, Manello Museum is hosting a suffrage installation on their front porch. So if you want to learn about. The suffrage moment movement and their struggle to get the vote for women right before the national election. It's a good time to do it. Go and hear about that. I think you it's pretty start cool. voting on Monday. That's crazy. Early voting. Are you, are you an early voter? I'm an early voter. I'm not. I want to go the day. We of. talked about this. I want to elbow people you're out of get the way. Sick. You're gonna get not sick from voting. I just mean you're gonna get sick that no, morning. I'm put my plague oh, mask. Oh, I got on. a headache. I can't go. We're 
an apocalypse robe. Oh, you should I'm do that anyway. Gonna bring a pool noodle to keep people away from you me. Do that. Oh yeah. All those you things. Couldn't stop it. Thank you so much to Persimmon Hollow Brewing for hosting us. Everything was delicious. Yeah. Get some uh, beers when you come here. Get some burrs. And uh, thanks, John, for See being you guys next adorable. week.